Welcome to Behind the Line, where we pull back the curtain on the challenges facing first responders and frontline workers. The work you do is unique, and so are the stresses that go with it. Join me as we tackle key issues to reduce risks for burnout, and as we work to support you in doing the job you love without sacrificing being the kind of person you want to be. Hey there, and welcome back to Behind the Line. I'm your host, Lindsay Foss. If you're new to Behind the Line, what you should know about me is that I'm a clinical counselor specializing in trauma therapy. And after over a decade working with first responders and frontline workers around issues like burnout, compassion fatigue, PTSD, and related OSIs, I've become a passionate wellness advocate and educator for those who sacrifice so much for our communities out on the front lines. Behind the Line is a place for us to talk about the real life behind the scenes challenges facing you on the front lines. I created this podcast with the hope of bringing easy access to skills for wellness, allowing you to find greater sustainability both on the job and off. We are into our fourth week of our May Minis series, and we are focusing on giving you some really quick, easy wins, ways that you can make a really quick and easy difference in your life. Now, I know that some of them can sound really simple and straightforward, and today's gonna be like that. We're gonna be talking about ways that we engage with our sensory system in an effort to help adapt how our bodies and brains feel. And on the face of it, it can look kind of stupid simple, like, Lindsay, none of this can possibly really make a difference in my life given what I saw today. And that's probably to some extent true, that these are not the things that are gonna be the like, out of this world, you know, fantastic answers to all of the big hard questions that happen in your world. However, they are actually really significant. And one of the things that we need to keep in mind is that just like moderation is important in all things, small things add up to mean big things, right? We know this to be true. We see this all the time, right? Like if you think about um, if you're in anything kind of medical, those that you serve who are diabetic or something like that, right? The big sweeping changes aren't the things that make the huge difference. It's the small ones. It's the additive small pieces that you do consistently that stabilize how they do, how they end up experiencing their illness over time. When we make big sweeping changes, they tend to be really hard to sustain. When we can make incremental smaller ones, they actually tend to be more meaningful if we can engage in them consistently over time. The other thing that's true is that, we talked about this a little bit last time, our bodies and brains are a feedback system, right? They prompt and and inform one another, and they change how the other feels and experiences life based on the other thing, right? So they're like constantly in this communicative feedback loop. When we think about how we support our brain, one of the really important ways we can support our brain is by supporting our body or by engaging in something that involves our bodies because that helps our brain get a sense of what's going on. So today we're talking about sensory things. I have some notes because there's a lot of different pieces I wanted to talk about. Um, One of the things that we can really focus on are our five senses, right? And how we use those to help our bodies feel a sense of like engaged, connected, but also like calm, relaxed. So let's start with eyesight, because that's just a really easy one. Finding yourself connected to a specific color, finding a photo that promotes a sense of a certain kind of response, calm, relaxed, positively nostalgic, 
any of those kinds of pieces can be really great ways to help our bodies anchor a little bit, okay? So I know that for me, I love the color purple, like this dark purple. I've actually got this pillow is my favorite color on earth. I love it so much. Aubergine, I think is what it's actually called for those who are really um, stuck up, I guess, or just knowledgeable about colors. Uh, <laughs> so that color for me brings just a lot of peace and joy and a sense of calm. Another color I really love is like a deep teal. It's actually the color that we used for behind the line because it's one of my favorites. It reminds me of like ocean or lake water and being somewhere that just has those sounds and birds and those images, right? And so find a color that brings you that kind of a feeling and allow yourself to surround your day with little bits of it, whether you decorate with it in your home or you have a couple of pieces that are like that in your car or at your work or whatever. Find ways to connect with that color if it brings you a sense of calm and connected. Similarly, choosing things like artwork, carrying around a photograph, things that give you that same sense can be really valuable. I know that um, on my wall in this office, I actually have them, you can't see them in the video, um, but I've got pictures of doors and I know a lot of my clients don't really get it or they think that it's like somehow therapeutically symbolic of something, they're not. I just love them. I took them when we were on a trip to Nicaragua. They bring me a lot of joy. They're like cool and rustic looking and all kinds of different like ornate iron kinds of work and things like that. And I just thought they were really cool when we were there. I kept taking pictures of doors. My husband was like, why are you not taking pictures of wildlife? And no, the doors are the things I just thought were really cool. And so I came away with a ton of these pictures and they're colorful and they're amazing. And so Finding things like that and having one in your wallet or on your phone or available to you to just anchor and tether to when your brain and body are feeling a little bit out of sorts, right? Engaging and interacting with those on a regular basis. I also find that I love that at home I have a couple of pieces of art, um, one in particular that we actually got on a trip to Tofino a couple of years ago that's just this really beautiful painting um, of an ocean wave with mountains in the background, and that is just totally my jam. Um, I love those sounds and the feeling of being in sand and hearing the waves lapping. That is my place. And so having that image on the wall in my house, I can stare off at it even when it's chaos surrounding me. And it just feels like something I can kind of anchor to and root back to. And it lets me feel a little bit more in my body, a little bit more capable to rejoin the chaos when it's time to rejoin the chaos. Behind the Line is sponsored by Beating the Breaking Point. Beating the Breaking Point is a seven-part online training program designed specifically for first responders and frontline workers and tailored to fill the gaps in your training to support resilience and sustainability. Whether you're new to the work and wanting to cultivate tools to prevent burnout, compassion fatigue, and related concerns, or you are deep into your years on the job and have gone a few rounds with burnout and other mental health challenges, this program offers the foundational pieces you need to support personal and professional wellness for the long haul. You are a helper. You love your work and you sacrifice a lot. Investing in you and your sustainability is the best gift you can give yourself and those who lean on you. 
We make this program as risk-free as possible by offering a limited money back guarantee to ensure that it's a fit for you. If you enjoy Behind the Line, you are going to love this program. Google Beating the Breaking Point Lindsay and find everything you need to get started or use the link in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. Okay, the next piece is things that are like hot or cold. So interacting with differences in temperatures is actually a really helpful thing that we can do for our bodies. Um, We can have, you know, electric blankets, we can use an electric heating pad, a hot water bottle, holding a warm cup of coffee. There's a reason that that's like a thing that we enjoy. But equally, you know, having an ice pack or putting my feet in an ice bath or having like a tepid shower, right? Those can actually be really good and refreshing for our bodies, kind of like forcing our brains back into our bodies because it feels like a difference. It feels different than our body temperature. And it forces our brains to kind of check that. What is that about? And it pulls our brains back into our bodies and reconnects the two things. Another great one I wanted to talk about is differences in textures. And so often a lot of people find that if they get really easily distracted or overwhelmed or dissociative or numbed out, that having something that they carry with them that gives them a sense of like uh, kind of different or jarring or just not typical kind of sensation can be really uh, grounding, right? Anchoring back into themselves. And so I know a handful of people who carry like a rough stone in their purse or in their pocket. Um, I know people who wear like a specific locket or piece of jewelry that feels quite smooth and cold or bumpy in a given way. I know a lot of people who will carry um, like a really soft kind of microfiber cloth that gives that sense of like smooth and soft and soothing. Those kinds of things can make a really significant difference in just calming and regulating our system. They can either be things that feel like warm and cozy and snuggly things that really just invite our bodies back into that sense of like, I'm okay, I'm okay. Or they might be things that are more like rough or bumpy that force our brains to kind of go like, oh, that feels different. What's that about? And again, helps turn on our prefrontal cortex to get curious about that right? And kind of just be like noticing of how that feels different than things I normally touch in a day. Another one we can use is our sense of smell. We've talked about this on the show lots of times before. I love talking about essential oils with people because I think that they can be so valuable in terms of helping us to ground and anchor. Um, I know at the office here, I've got a combination of orange and vanilla that I diffuse on a regular basis. In my car, I have an oil called Thieves Oil from Young Living. Um, that's a combination of like cinnamon and nutmeg and lemon and a couple of other things. Um, it reminds me of making pumpkin pie is actually the smell. Um, and so I diffuse that in my car. I also actually put it in my steam mop when I clean my floors at home um, because it smells like I just baked even though I just cleaned. And that makes me super happy. And so finding things that just give you a sense of um, kind of connection to your body, but also to maybe like a memory when I diffuse uh, orange and vanilla together, it reminds me of being like seven and eating creamsicles because that's what it smells like. It's so good. And it just brings back this sense of like pureness and fun. And I love it. 
right? So those kinds of things. Having the thieves oil reminds me of Thanksgiving dinner, and that's a pretty good memory in my world. And so allowing ourselves to kind of sit with those kinds of scents. Actually, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice I have this candle over here. Um, it smells like lilacs, and I don't even burn it. I just take the lid off because it's so scented. Um, but lilacs were something that my great-grandmother had uh, along her house, and I remember it so vividly. And so anytime I pull off, I can already smell it, I pull off the lid, I can just kind of sit here and go like, right. And I sit with that nostalgia of just being like loved on at my great grandma's house when I was a kid. And so those kinds of things that bring that sense of just like, yeah, okay, it's okay. Alternatively, really strong scents that feel like they really force your brain back into your body can be really important. So things like peppermint, eucalyptus, things that are like a stronger scent that feel more um, intense but also in a good way, right? Like not like stinky, gross smells, just things that just feel like, oh, okay, I'm back, right? Finding ways to adapt those into your day. So I know some people, um, I know we're really scent sensitive in our culture right now. And so we don't wanna wear like really strong smelling perfumes or deodorants or things like that. But a couple of the ways that I've seen people adapt this is that there are really cool diffuser lockets and bracelets and things that are essentially a felt pad inside of a piece of jewelry that you can put a couple drops of an essential oil onto, you put it into the locket or into the bracelet, and then it's just, it carries with you, it's near your nose, you smell it, not everyone else smells it, it doesn't like diffuse openly throughout a space um, to be quite heavily scented for others. Also, scent sensitive people tend to be less reactive to essential oils than they are to more fabricated smells. Um, and so if you choose a decently produced essential oil, even if other people smell it, it won't tend to be as reacting for anyone who is scent sensitive. Um, the other way that I tend to adapt this quite a bit is in my lip chaps. I have a vanilla flavored or scented lip chap that I love. And so I just put it on anytime I know that I'm going into like a more intense session, I'll put it on. Cause then at least I have this sense of like, okay, we're okay, it's gonna be okay. Um, I also use it just generally in my life though, and I find I use it a lot more on days where I'm feeling more stressed out as a way to just help my body take longer, slower breaths. It prompts that and helps me feel a little bit more anchored to things that feel good. All right, the next one I wanted to talk about was your sense of taste. This can, again, be a really helpful one. If you find yourself um, having panic attacks, actually a lot of times counselors will recommend using taste as a way to help your body anchor back down. Um, people often recommend things like mints or a certain kind of chocolate, something that is small, that feels like you can hold it in your mouth for a little while, that lets your brain kind of anchor to that feeling. Um, again, because I'm someone who is very connected to like nostalgic feelings, I do this with fuzzy peaches. They again, remind me of being like nine and going to 7-Eleven and getting the five cent candies. <laughs> So I can hold one in my mouth for a while. It's sweet. It reminds me of being a kid. I had a pretty joyful childhood, so that feels good to me. For other people, it's like a square of dark chocolate or a mint of some kind. Um, something that just feels like I can focus on. And the job when you put it in your mouth is to focus on it. That's the one thing that we're attending to for that period of time. It forces my brain to kind of reconnect to my body and draw those two things back together again. 
The last one I wanted to talk about was our sense of hearing. Anything that is music you love, sounds that bring you a sense of calm and joy. So if you like listening to nature sounds or things like that can be really helpful. And the last one is something called binaural beats. So it's B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L, binaural. And so it's any, it's a sound that just kind of like beats back and forth, does like a bilateral stimulation kind of thing for your brain. Um, and they can actually help promote specific types of wavelengths in your brain. So there are binaural beats that are meant to promote a awake state, like ready to learn, ready to do, take action kind of a state. Um, these can be really helpful for people to listen to when they're about to move into like doing some studying or having to take a test or something like that. There's others that are meant to promote a more sleep ready wavelength in your brain. And so they can help kind of bring your brain into a state where it's ready to do more of a slow wave sleep. And so those can be really helpful before bed. Some people go to bed with earbuds in their ears, actually listening to it while they sleep. Um, so that's something that you can check out. There's lots of binaural beat apps that you can check out and, and learn more about. And I'd suggest giving it a try and seeing if that helps you. So there you go. We've got a couple of sensory ways that you can work at engaging your brain and helping it connect to your body and help turn on your prefrontal cortex and strengthen that muscle so that it can help to counterbalance your stress center. That's the job we're trying to do. I would love to hear about how these things go for you, how you take and adapt to what we've talked about today. These are just some ideas. Use them as a bit of a jumping off point as you explore and brainstorm some of your own ways of engaging your sensory systems that work for you. What I love about most of these is they can happen while I'm doing other things. I can sit with an ice pack on while I watch a show. I can listen to my favorite music while I exercise. I can have colors I like in the room while I'm working, right? They're not things that have to be like super time consuming or labor intensive. They're just little things that add up over the course of a day. And the more of them that we integrate and implement into our day, the more of a difference that they're going to make. So let me know how it goes for you. I'd love to hear about what you do, what you work to incorporate, how you're making use of what we're talking about here. Give me a shout out and let me know what's up on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay A. Foss or shoot me an email at support at thrive-life.ca. Thank you again for those of you who are continuing to help us on this mission in promoting wellness for those who are working so hard in first response and frontline work. I so value how you are continuing to help and share. It's amazing and we're making a difference, you guys. I hope that you continue to share with those you know. Until next time, stay safe.